0: A big night in the NBA last night. We're going to cover that and a whole lot more here on the Athletic Asian Podcast. Welcome aboard, guys. Let's do it. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Athletic Asian podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Nguyen. As you can see, uh, a little bit of a different environment today. Uh, this will be my new recording studio uh, slash game room, I guess you would want to call it. Uh, so you'll see a lot of this, and uh, it's it's a work in progress. Uh, a lot more things to put on this these walls and whatever. So uh, don't expect to see just you know a blank door and a blank wall uh, during these next few episodes. Uh, Up the podcast a lot more you know things coming uh into this room so if you're watching this on youtube you understand where i'm coming from If you're uh, listening on spotify or wherever you get your podcast by the way uh you may not be able to see uh, for obvious reasons uh but regardless welcome again to the uh athletic asia podcast i'm your host nate Nguyen. glad to see you guys it's been a minute and uh yeah a lot of things have happened since we've uh spoken uh to one another (laughs) <laughs> and uh, first off, we're going to cover uh, the NBA, uh, some baseball talk as well about Shohei Otani's next possible contract. How much is that going to be? And then we'll go from there. But first, our first segment of the day, new in sports, or as I like to say, new in sports, because my last name new in because, you know, new in. I mean, that's how I say my last name, new in. So I kind of like kind of did the play. I'm, you get what I'm saying, right? Let's go. Last night, it was a big night in the NBA. Let's start off in the Eastern Conference. The Miami Heat. Man, what a team. I mean, to go from a playing spot to this far already in the playoffs is unbelievable. Last night, uh, they won 109-101 over the New York Knicks. Uh, The Knicks shot 48% from the field compared to Miami's 47%. But Miami had 13 offensive rebounds. Shout out to Bam bio, by the way. Um, And that was... Pretty much the telling story for this Miami team as they won uh, by eight points over the Knicks to grab a 3-1 lead uh, in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Uh, Mr. Jimmy Butler, this guy, is unbelievable. I mean, in the regular season, he's, you know, just like a regular guy. You know, he's not someone that's like, okay, um, I'm going to show up every night and be a superstar and whatnot. There's times where he's doing good and there's times where he's doing bad and whatnot, but in the playoff, he just turns into a whole different level. I had 27.6, uh, six rebounds and ten assists. Bam, at a bio had a big game: twenty-three and thirteen. Uh, Max Struess, I mean, wait. this Miami team, man. When this, when these guys like Struess and Robinson and Hero get hot, they get hot. And Struess had sixteen points on four of ten from three-point range. And uh, in the losing effort, Jen and Brunson had thirty-two, four, and eleven. And the Heat are up three to one in the series, have a chance to clinch. Uh, Tomorrow, almost at today, Bose. Tomorrow, they have a chance to clinch a spot in the Eastern Conference Finals. As for the Western Conference, the Los Angeles Lakers, yes, they won a one hundred and four to one hundred and one over the Golden State Warriors to grab a three one lead as well uh, in the Eastern Conference uh, Western Conference Semis. Uh, Golden State they outscored the Lakers in the second and third quarter by margins of thirty one to twenty seven and thirty two to twenty eight respectively, but. Uh, the Lakers 27 to 17 in the fourth quarter, holding the Warriors to 17 points. That's unbelievable. Uh, thanks to Lonnie Walker, who is staying ready. Uh, you know, he was a guy that was coming off the bench. We'll discuss that in just a bit uh, more. But Lonnie Walker's 15 points all came in the fourth quarter, and the Lakers, even though they shot they shot six of 25 from three point land, they were uh, 20 for 20 at the free throw line, which is clutch uh the warriors shot 12 of 41 from three-point range uh and we're 9 for 12 from the free throw line big ol' anthony davis 23 and 15 lebron james 27 9 and 6 and austin Reeves had a bounce back game with 21 points of his own and steph curry <clears throat> recorded his third triple double in his playoff career with 31 10 rebounds and 14 assists in baseball, the Rays at 0 win last night over the Orioles, push them to twenty nine and seven, and they remain the best team in the Major League Baseball. As for the Atlanta Braves, they remain the best team in the National League at twenty four and eleven. And for you hockey fans out there, I'm not much of a hockey guy. Uh, I do like the Pittsburgh Penguins because of Sidney Crosby. I, I fell in love with them like when I was young. I didn't know any better. Okay, I watched hockey and the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was it was cool. Like a Penguins was a mascot when I was, you know. When I was a kid, I thought it was cool. So, if you ask me what hockey team like I would say the Pittsburgh Penguins because of the mascot and Sidney Crosby was really good. Uh, But the Chicago Blackhawks, they won the draft lottery last night, and they are expected to select Phenom Connor Bedard. I heard of him on a podcast recently, uh, the ESPN Daily Podcast to be exact, and uh, he's a really good hockey player, so... If any hockey fans are listening to this and want to help me out, learn more about, you know, Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks, how good are they going to be with Bedard? Because he's going to be the number one choice, very likely, like 99.9% of being the number one pick. Help me out, please, because I want to learn more about him because I I heard he's really good. And uh, if that's the case, then I think the Blackhawks are going to be in uh, good shape for the next uh, few years. And that's it for new one in sports, new in sports. You get it? You got it? Good. Cool. All right. Well, with that being said, let's go to our main topics of the day. All right. The Lakers last night, like I said, a 104-101 win over the Golden State Warriors um look I I watched the game man it was outstanding um to start the game one major change was the Golden State Warriors going with Gary Payton the second in the starting lineup so you had Steph Gary Payton the second Clay Thompson Draymond Green and am I forgetting anyone else Clay, Steph Payton Draymond Jermichael Green was it yeah I think it was Jermichael Green right yeah if I miss no Wiggins, no Andrew Wiggins, obviously. How can I forget about Andrew Wiggins? Wiggins hasn't played in like so many games this season. I forget he's on the team, and I'm glad he's back, and and I hope his uh, his family is doing well, especially his father, who's dealing with health issues, which is the reason why Wiggins was out for so long. Uh, so let's get our facts straight again: Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Gary Payton the second, and uh, Draymond Green. Cool, we got it. Um, and yeah, look. That was weird. It was a weird lineup, man. I understand it. You know, Steve Kerr trying out different things. Kevon Looney's still dealing with illnesses and uh, whatnot. Lakers still rolled out D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves and LeBron James and Jared Vanderbilt, who I love personally. Great defender. And you have Anthony Davis as well, right? But here's the thing. Look, you have these whole different lineups and it worked, you know, to, to stop the Lakers a little bit. It, the whole adding Gary Payne to the second, Gary Payne the second uh, into the start lineup. It worked. And um, the first quarter, Lakers only scored 22 points compared to the Warriors 21. So the Lakers still had the lead. But, you know, it wasn't like a big lead to start the first quarter. And then the second and third quarter, the Warriors outscored the Lakers. You know, they played good defense and. Uh, there were times where it's like, okay, shoot, maybe the Warriors do have this in the bag. Maybe they can, they're going to steal a game uh, and come back to SF uh, with a 2-2 series. And that puts the Lakers in big trouble because, look, if you lose game five in Golden State, you're going to be down 3-2 and you're going to go back home and it's a lot of pressure. You got to win that game and you got to win game seven. So this whole game four was a a must-needed win, you know. And uh, Steph Curry was last night, Unbelievable. 41 minutes, uh, 31 points, uh, 14 assists, three steals, shot 12 of 30 from the field. Um, not overly efficient, but at the same time, you know, he's the only guy in the Warriors, you know, putting in the work because everyone else, they weren't that great last night. And that's the thing about Golden State. You know, it's pretty much been the step crucial the whole time. I think Clay Thompson had like one big game this series, or if you can even qualify uh, at, uh, for it as a big game, had, Nine points last night in 41 minutes, shot 27% from the field. That's not great for Clay. Um, Clay, we haven't seen the Clay of old. Uh, he went off in what was it, game Game two, had 30 points. Uh, but other than that, he's been pretty quiet, had 15 points in game three and then nine points last night in game four. So the Warriors supporting cast definitely slacking a little bit. Uh, uh, almost at Handsome Squidward. And I. That's kind of why I stuttered earlier when I said Gary Payton II because my girl uh, calls him Handsome Squidward. And I'm so used to calling him that that I'm not used to saying his actual name, so forgive me. Uh, Gary Payton II had 15 points last night, uh, pretty good himself, and Andrew Wiggins had 17 points uh, of his own. So, I mean, other than that, not much. Jordan Poole was complete garbage (laughs) once again last night, zero points, Uh, continues to struggle in these playoffs. And I I really don't know why, what's going on with with him. You know, it seems like ever since he got paid, he hasn't been that great. And it's for, you know, different reasons. You know, they bring in Ty Jerome to be a backup uh, point guard early in the season. And he's, you know, been taking most of those minutes. And Poole has had a different role compared to what he's used to last season. So that's kind of – it makes sense in a way. But, you know, since what – had 21 points in the on May 2nd. And other than that, he's just fell off. You know, six points, five points, zero points in the past three games. Uh so Jonah Poole is not doing that great. And a lot of people are criticizing him. But hey, that's the Warriors. And like I said, without Steph, they're pretty much screwed. And even with Steph's triple-double, they still lost. Uh, and Obviously, it's not just the Warriors struggles, but the Lakers capitalizing on the opportunities last night. Uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis leading the pack, as they always do. Um, and both guys played heavy minutes. And that's pretty scary because, you you know, there's still a lot more playoff games to play. And your Darvin Ham is playing these, his, you know, his two superstars, 42, 43 minutes, not a lot of rest uh, for these two guys. And obviously, they can handle it. They want to be on the court. Um, And if you're the Lakers, you know, with this win up three, one, you do. Game five is now also a must win. And obvious for obvious reasons, you want to end this series, but you win game five tomorrow and that's it. You know, you, you wait for Denver or Phoenix. Uh, That series is tied up 2 -2. two. We'll find out who wins tonight between uh, Denver and Phoenix, but at the same time you win uh, the Lakers win tomorrow. And let's say Phoenix wins tonight, right? If Denver wins uh, two days from now, that series is tied up 3-3. Lakers get some rest. And you need rest, you know, for LeBron James. He's he's 39. He's a god, you know. But you need as much rest for him uh, as you can. And also for Anthony Davis as well. You know, those two guys have been battling injuries a few times here and there. And uh, there's some nicks and ticks and whatever you want to call it. Uh, but look, the more rest you can get for those guys, the better. And those two guys were phenomenal last night i couldn't be more happier and thankful to have those two uh on the lakers and i'm a big lakers fan and I'm very, i've am i been very critical of them uh this season uh, and i'm glad they made those midseason trades uh to get you know guys like rui hachimura who wasn't great last night had two points but he's been a solid contributor in these playoffs and uh yet d'angelo russell last night wasn't that good either but he's had his moments especially uh in game three and uh you know guys like jared vanderbilt and so on and so forth, just getting these trade assets midseason and getting rid of Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly has made so much of an impact for this Lakers squad. Uh, and I think the main thing I want to talk about tonight or today, I should say, is Mr. Lonnie Walker. Fifteen points all in the fourth quarter, you know, and I'm just I want to commend him for being ready and, you know, just coming off the bench. You know, obviously the only, you know, only playing time he's been getting before. Uh, these past two games is uh, in garbage time or just not at all, you know, because the rotation was set uh, instead of Lonnie Walker, it was Malik Beasley or, or Troy Brown jr. And it was like, okay, well, those two guys are playing great. We need someone else to step up. And uh, Lonnie Walker stepped up in game three, uh, had a good performance there and Darvin <laughs> I was like, all right, if you're going to play like that, we might as well play you uh, in game four. And he stepped up big Walker didn't play tw- 27 minutes didn't score much, and then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter just went completely berserk. Uh, he also had three rebounds, two assists, and two steals of his own. And uh, he was just phenomenal. I, I can't commend Walker enough. Uh, I'm just I'm just so happy. I, I'm, I'm really happy. You know, seriously. He, did, he played really good. And the whole team just surrounded him. After the game, LeBron gave him a big hug. Anthony Davis was there as well. And then after those two uh, hugged Walker The rest of his teammates came up, gave him some handshakes and whatever. It was just a happy moment. I was really happy and excited for him. Uh, He deserves, you know, all the happiness in the world. Uh, And I hope he's on cloud nine today. Just, you know, enjoying the moment, reliving that moment. But obviously, uh, staying humble and being ready for game five, because that's going to be a big game in San Francisco as well. And uh, well, I do want to mention one more thing. This whole Steph Curry is... Is clutch in the you know is good and he's clutch. No, forget it. That that guy had like two shots with under a minute left to uh, and you know these are big shots that he needed to hit and he missed. And uh, that that was what zero for twelve in his playoff career when it when it comes to shots uh, with forty five seconds left in the game. He's not clutch. You know I I don't know where this whole Steph Curry is really good um, in the in, you know when he needs to be. He's just not clutch. And I hate to say it, you know, he's really good. The greatest shooter in our generation of all time, uh, to be exact. But he's just not good in the clutch. And if he's not going to be, you know, step up his game in Game 5, that series is wrapped up. On to the next topic. Shohei Otani. I'm Asian. He's Asian. It's cool to see an Asian succeeding in baseball. You know, I don't want to, you know, be like, oh, not saying that seeing uh different races succeed is cool i i love baseball but i'm just being an asian myself it's just really cool seeing another asian doing really good in a sport and that's what shohei Tani is doing um and by the way he's only earning what his salary is 5.5 million dollars right now you kidding me that's cheap and now this guy who can hit he can throw he's gonna get a Big contract, isn't that great though for him? A two-way player, we haven't seen someone like that since Babe Ruth. And now Shohei itani comes here from Japan, and is like outstanding. This guy is great. I mean, look, look at him. He, 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 and it's not that he's a great player, but he's has a great character off the field, Um, and. By the way, on the field as well, when it comes to you know dealing with umpires and what, do you see him arguing? I don't personally. If you can find a clip for me, that would be great. But I've never seen Otani argue or be mad at someone, uh, or whatever the case may be. He's just so—he's a calm, cool, collected. I—if you can find me a person that hates Shohei Otani, be my guest. You, you can't hate Shohei Otani. And he's just really good. And I, I you know, the reason I bring him up is I want to discuss his next contract. This guy is projected to get what six hundred million dollars. That's his projected next contract. I would say over a ten-year span, probably is what the contract's going to be, uh, in terms of length. Ten years, six hundred million dollars. You kidding me? That's sixty million per year. That's crazy. And he deserves it, man. And um, it's for obvious reasons. This guy can hit, he can throw, uh, and he does it sp- this season. Uh, you know, he's been roughed up these past recent uh, few recent starts. But other than that, he's still a top candidate for the Cy Young. He's still a top candidate for possibly the hitting title, uh, if I if I um, read correctly. And obviously, MVP is uh, something in his sights. Once again, him and Aaron Judge are going to battle out for the AL MVP. And if tonight, if today was the end of the season, I would bet uh, Shohei Otani uh, would be my, uh, what's it called, Cy Young winner. So I just wanted to bring that up real quick because this guy's going to get, you know, a lot of money. And I'm very excited to see uh, where his, uh, his next destination, of course, because he may not stay with the Angels. But he's going to get a lot of money, $600 million. That's freaking ridiculous. But he deserves it. And I'm glad to see him succeed. And baseball, and for the A's, their own Jap- J- Japanese player Shintaro Fujinami, not a two way player. He's a pitcher. Was a, originally a starting pitcher. Now he's a relief pitcher because he's terrible as a starter. It's time for Nate' last word. Nikola Jokic. uh he was not suspended. And if you don't know about the situation, there was a, a an instance in game four. Yeah, it was game four. And uh, a ball went out of bounds. Nicole Jokic was uh, trying to get the ball. The ball was in a fan's hands, but it wasn't just a fan. It was Suns owner, Matt Ishiba. And uh, for some reason, Ishiba was holding on to the ball for, and I don't know why. And Jokic was trying to get the ball. And then the ball went somewhere. I I, I don't know. But all I know is that Jokic is trying to get the ball, a scuffle happened, and he, some, I guess he pushed or shoved Ishiba, and Ishiba just, just kind of flopped backwards, or kind of exaggerated uh, whatever the case may be. But the main point is, uh, Jokic was fined $25,000, he would not be suspended, thankfully, um, but you know, Ishiba had his, a fan, or specifically Ishiba, had a hand on Jokic, and that kind of irked Jokic because he explained he was like you know aren't we players supposed to be protected and whatnot and his coach um, Michael Malone brought up a great point how Jokic is trying to get the ball and some fan is holding on to the ball like he wants to be part of the game and that's ridiculous you know I, I don't care how entitled you are I don't care if you're an owner or a celebrity why are you holding on to the ball G- give it to the ref or give it to the player you're just trying to cause problems and each released the as like oh uh, I hope Jokic doesn't get suspended or fined or whatever. that is not right. You know, he's one of the greatest players. Shut up. Like, you're just trying to, like, you know, kind of um save your reputation. You didn't save nothing, dude. Like, bro, why are you holding on to the ball? You're not part of the game. I don't give a hell if you're the owner. Just give the ball back to the ref or Jokic because he was trying to get the ball and let the game continue. Don't go over here on the damn ball. Quit it. You know, I don't care how freaking untitled you are, man. Just give the ball back. Don't hold on to it. For what? What are you trying to start? You were clearly trying to start something. Don't hide it. Don't hide it, man. All right? Whatever. Series so is tied up 2-2. And hopefully Jokic um, has a big game. He doesn't deserve this crap. You know, doesn't deserve to get fined. He shouldn't have been fined. These players need to be protected. We've seen how crazy fans can get. It's ridiculous. Protect the players. The NBA, Adam Silver, don't fine Jokic. You should not find him. Find the owner. He has money, right? I know Jokic does too, but the owner has money. He was the issue in the first place. It's ridiculous. I I didn't like that one bit. Uh, I do hope... uh, This gets figured out. uh, Well, not figured out, but it's just he didn't deserve to get fined. I just, no, sorry. Anyways. uh, Fanatics. (laughs) I lost the overlay for a second. Fanatics is the official partner of the Athletic Asia Podcast, the number one stop for all your sports fan gear needs. Uh, look, I get a lot of my sports gear from Fanatics. I'm talking jerseys, hats, T-shirts. Uh, for my Lakers, my Giants, my New York Giants to be exact. I'm a fan of teams from all over the place. You guys know that. Um, baseball, Oakland A's and the Phillies. I have two baseball teams. That's a bad thing, but hey, the A's stink, so it shouldn't really matter. Anyways, I live in California, so it makes sense why well, I'm an A's fan, but also a Phillies fan as well. And this goes back to when I was a kid. Well, whatever. The, it doesn't matter. The point is, Fanatics is a great website. I love them. Um, they have deals every single day, whether it's it's free shipping or 60%. It's just so many great discounts. And you can get, you know, the same hats you see your favorite players wear. Um, my New York Giants first-round pick, uh, Deontay Banks, he was wearing this Giants draft cap. I can get the same thing on Fanatics, the same hat that he's wearing, only on Fanatics.com, the official partner of the Athletic Asia Podcast. And my number one stop, and it should be yours, too. What all your sports fan gear needs well that was a fun first episode wasn't it you know new room new setup uh, this this has been fun i'm very excited to keep this going and this room will definitely look a lot better uh in the coming days and um until then i'll keep you guys you know updated show you guys around as well but thank you guys for watching and listening to to, uh, to the athletic asian podcast i can't even get my name right <laughs> it's ridiculous uh I'm Nate, as always, and uh, I'll see you guys soon. Uh, Obviously, tomorrow uh, we're going to discuss the scores and, you know, look at uh, the games that's going on today in the NBA. We have the Sixers and Celtics game five, and then we have Denver and Phoenix tonight as well. Uh, So until tomorrow, I'm Nate. We'll see you guys mañana.